The origin of animist traditions regularly appear convoluted and entangled in different traditions. And I'll give you a funny example where I am authentically in doubt about whether it, this particular animist tradition is inspired by the Bible uh, or if it's more of a homegrown Scandinavian animism. As any dictionary will inform you, showbreads such as this one here are a biblical tradition which is derived from the Israelite tradition of the Lechem Hapanim. However, who in, in the world would have ever heard about such a rather obscure biblical phenomenon? The showbreads of the Temple of Sol Solomon are prescribed in Leviticus 24, 5-6. But why exactly is this same practice then found in Nordic animism uh, in, in Swedish pe peasant culture? There are two possible origin stories for this. The first one is that Nordic peasants actually did catch wind of this marginal practice prescribed somewhere in the deep Torah. They then liked the idea so much that they developed a very consolidated animist tradition from this biblical inspiration. The biblical practice has then become a piece of Nordic animism. And after the Reformation, people knew large segments of the Bible by heart. This family Bible of mine here, it has five generations of people written into it. The Bible was an important thing in people's lives. But there's another possibility. The second possible origin story is that Nordic peasants somehow always used breads as a sacred embodiment of the vessel of life. So it made a lot of sense to them, of course, that it seemed that pre-Jewish Israelites seemed to be in agreement with them on this matter, and that these breads were then given the biblical name showbreads or skubol in, in Nordic tradition. Often similar cultures like agrarian cultures just have similar features. There could also be arguments for this origin story. For instance, the Nordic handling of showbreads have some features that don't look particularly biblical, actually. It is a practice in private homes where the biblical practice belongs in the extreme sacredness of the Temple of Solomon. And I mean, Swedish peasants, they haven't exactly been building their own little Ark of the Covenant and putting it in, in their own little Holy of, Holy of Holies and these kind of things, you know. Um, also, these breads, they're attached specifically to Yule, which isn't a particularly biblical thing. Even Christian Christmas is a cultural complex of a decidedly non-biblical nature. It doesn't say anything about Christmas in the Bible. These breads, they also seem to be part of a wider complex of ceremonial handling of bread, which also includes using sacred breads during harvest uh, and during uh, harvest celebrations and also sowing breads. In fact, these sow breads have sometimes been used as sow breads. So as it will appear, the bottom line is pretty much the same. 
breads as embodiments of life and fertility is just a meaningful animist tradition in here in Nordic Yule. In fact, the interesting thing is perhaps not so much which of these two origin stories that is the closest to the actual historical process, but why exactly many contemporary spiritual seekers would regard one origin story as so much cooler than the other. Swedish peasants picked up the idea of using showbreads from the Old Testament, but it made so much sense to them that they made this marginal piece of biblical lore very much their own. I think from an animist perspective that this distinction, it really isn't all that important. The important thing is that showbreads make sense, and this is why we can use them. They're a tool, they're a piece of animist technology, and the exact trajectory of cultural tra transmission, the exact or origin story that is behind them being used in Northern Europe, from an animist perspective, perhaps it's not all that important. It's a little bit academic, almost. It's, they're, an, they're an expression of Nordic animism, whether they came by an inspiration from the Middle East through the Bible a thousand years ago, or whether they came as an inspiration from the Middle East, perhaps with the Indo-European migration some millennia earlier. Like the important thing is that this is evidently a meaningful animist practice of engaging the flows of life in this kind of landscape. And you can read about some of this stuff in my book on the Nordic Animist Year, which you can find on my homepage together with the Nordic Animist Wall Calendar that we publish every year. Thanks for listening.